BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hey, what's up, Ben? Travis Irvine can't be with us today. He's in Ohio. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. We have another fantastic episode for you. Speaking of Ohio... (laughs) Breaking news. There was another train derailment March 4th. It was a Norfolk Southern train. 20 cars of the 212 car train derailed while traveling south through Springfield. I really hope (laughs) they don't kill the Simpsons. Oh, no. The non-passenger train derailed around 5 p.m. Obviously not a good look, Mm -hmm. it being that this train was also... Owned by Norfolk Southern. Wow. They still have multi-billion dollars in profits. And we have some footage and some audio from the train derailment. It's taken by two local people. They were just listening to coverage of CPAC, (laughs) which we're going to get to here in a second. And I like this because it just tells you these are everyday people. Mm -hmm. They're just waiting for this train to pass their little town in Springfield, Ohio. And behold... Another derailment for Norfolk Southern. We also have an update before we get to that audio. There was a dam that was created in East Palestine. There was some flooding recently. The dam broke. The point of the dam was to prevent toxic water contamination in East Palestine. And that effing failed. So thank you so much (laughs) for spending all that money on a dam that looks like it was at best made up of sandbags and at worst made up of just the lies and empty promises Mm. from Norfolk Southern and the EPA in general. So let's play this sound of these two dudes. This was uh, March 4th. Right. About three hours. About three hours before we recorded. These are guys just waiting for this train to roll by. I have to say also again, For a company that recorded billions of dollars in profit, the train looks like dog shit. It's shoddy. Um, It's shoddy. It looks like um, something that you would see from a struggling rail company just trying to make ends meet. Not a successful rail company, again, with billions and billions of dollars in profits. It's also just aesthetically 
You know, that's why when they, when it comes to where they put the train tracks, mm -hmm. they never put them in the wealthy right, areas. Right. And I wonder if they started to do that, mm. maybe the trains would just look a little nicer. There's graffiti all over it. It's just, again, these aren't people. These aren't, they're not carrying human beings. These right. are cargo right. um, trains, but they just look dumpy. Right. For a company, have a little pride, Norfolk Southern. It's uh, it's not only dumpy, it just looks like unkempt. It you looks like it's about to derail. Yeah, the trains look rusty. You just, I mean, even this is all over the country, too. Yeah. We're not we're not just talking about one. The one train in the video is the one we're making an example of. But this is all trains. They're a NIMBY. They're a not in my backyard. Right. And because of that, they get ignored and they look like crap and the, the rails don't get taken care of. I'm I'm. Oh, I'm I'm so scared about what the results of this derailment are going to be, Ben. All right. Let's take a look. We do know that hazmat crews were called out, so we'll see. Let's just play this footage from uh, two fellas just listening to the radio, trying to wait for the train to go by. They are talking about the crowds at CPAC, which we will talk about in a second. And then the way the video starts. Oh, wow. The train has derailed. It's gonna take him forever to clean that up. Aaron, they got he said there's hazmat stuff. We're probably not supposed to be here. Get some more pictures. I'm getting video. <laughs> Get some more pictures. I'm having my video. Oh my gosh. Dave, we're gonna get in trouble for this. See, now I'm not sure why they think they're going to get in trouble. All right. You know, maybe it's something so we don't know. So there you know. go. And then it goes to a drone shot as you hear the buzzing from uh, atop the trees. So, yeah, two guys. It sounds like there's a family in the back mm -hmm. and they're just going about their day. What I thought was interesting was their reaction was like, we're going to get in trouble for filming this. You can film this. This or, happened in your town. That's what, again, maybe there was a, a whole thing while the people, where where is a lot of the footage of the original train derailment? There hasn't been too much, Ben. That's true. But so maybe it's a whole thing. They know that if you are out there taking video of a train derailment, they're going to get, you know, they're going to beat you up or worse. They're going to be like, you caused this. I don't know. Yes. So a train, it was carrying, uh, again, hazardous material in East Palestine. We don't know uh, what this train was carrying right now again 20 cars derailed springfield ohio no reason for it whatsoever i was talking with uh, sina gosnavi from fraudsters this is an indication of a failing nation oh absolutely you know if you look at our air travel everything's a fucking nightmare mm -hmm. if you look at trains if you don't get trains to run on time if you can't get train tracks right. to work right. if you can't get planes off the ground if you have uh, faulty infrastructure. Yeah. That is the beginning or an indication of the beginning of a decline of an entire empire. So we have to get this stuff fixed. Mm -hmm. This is one on one. Right. And the, the the way the video starts, you can tell that something was was wrong from the onset, which yeah, is why they trains. were filming. Yeah. Yeah. It was going too fast. It wasn't on the it was. So this is just some this is in the back of someone's house uh, according to, by the drone footage and by the map. Yeah. This is literally the back of someone's yard. So this could be any American. That's the that's what bothers me the mo the worst. Is right. it's, and it's exactly. But you what, know what? It couldn't be any American, though, right? It, oh, exactly. It exactly. could because we're looking at where this train is, 
And it's certainly not uh, surrounded by mansions. It's not Beverly Hills. It's in exactly. San, it's going through San Bernardino or some port. Exactly. I know. I know what you're saying. So it's uh yeah, it couldn't be a worse a worse look for Norfolk Southern. The CEO is going to go in front of the House committee at some point, a House committee, and uh, discuss what happened. Again, right now the um, repercussions have been limited to say the mm-hmm. least. Again, their stock prices are doing just fine. As a matter of fact, it's a good time to buy. And they don't really have any ramifications for their horrendous actions. And at some point, somebody has to be held culpable for the fact that they are putting human beings' lives at risk for no reason other than just saving a couple of bucks so that they can go back to their shareholders with a big old smile on their face. And tell him we did it. We screwed over the middle class once again. Also, I do want to point out, since uh, the audience is not able to see the video, this is right next to a river. It literally that one of the cars has fallen into the river. Yes. So also when it comes to rivers, again, the dam that was built to keep toxic chemicals away from the residents of East Palestine, it has broke. Uh, This was because of some flooding that occurred. And now people once again, are exceptionally scared of what that means for their drinking water, for aquifers, for water ducks Mm -hmm. all across uh, the area. Uh, Kids obviously are going to be at risk. And um, of course, their parents and grandparents as well. So horrible look for for Norfolk Southern. And we can only hope that this leads to some tangible changes. Again, will it? Because they haven't gotten a hit in the thing that matters the most, their pocketbook. Right, right. They only gave $7 million, or at least that's what they promised to the people of East Palestine. Pocket change to them. Still haven't seen it. So this is according to Eric Kaza. He told a recent news uh, station when it comes to what happened regarding the dam. He says, I fear that now the chemical is in the ground. It's going to leach towards the water ducts, aquifers, drinking water. He says, I'm concerned that the park is now contaminated. Kids won't be able to play there or walk through on their way to school. Uh, He goes on. I have a fear. I've had this fear for a while, and now it's just anxiety. My anxiety is just simply over the top. He says, they made this dam deep enough to pump the water out of the creek. They call them booms. So it catches the chemicals before it goes further down the creek. A Band-Aid, to say the least. And now that Band-Aid has been ripped off as the dam has flooded once again or broken, leading to flooding once again of toxic chemicals in a small town in America. And the man you were just quoting, uh, I read another article that said that his family had already been diagnosed with chemical irritation and rashes on their skin. So the you know he's he's coming. He's got to toughen up. Yeah, he's oh he oh, needs right. to toughen up. Norfolk Southern said, "Buck up, buddy, cowboy. Buck up. <laughs> Pull yourself by your bootstraps. Pull him up by your bootstraps." So I'm saying this guy is his fear is not unfounded. His no. skin is already literally burning, and now he's watching the water go into his drinking water. It's he's full of lesions, <laughs> like guy. Joe Biden, who recently had a cancerous lesion removed. Oh, I thought it was benign. I'm not sure what its name is. <laughs> All right. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, let's go on to CPAC regard. This is obviously <laughs> cancerous lesion, cancerous lesion. <laughs> um, CPAC, a place full of the politicians that allowed for Norfolk Southern to not have any um, regulation whatsoever on their braking systems, which is why we have a world where train derailments, I guess, are the new school shootings, which I guess are the new normal. Donald Trump has won the CPAC straw poll. Oh, good for him. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that exciting? Yeah. He's also the only one that showed up. That's what I thought was important. Yes. Trump won with 62%. Well, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who did not show up, uh, got 20%. Um, a businessman, Perry Johnson, he announced his candidacy recently this week for the White House. He got 5%. <laughs> no one knows who the fuck <laughs> Perry Johnson is. is. <laughs> so again, is this an indicator of future success for Donald Trump? No, mm, it's no. not. Mm -mm. Uh, it's less important than the Iowa straw poll. And the <laughs> Iowa straw poll is, you know, it's just there for show and for fun. But it does give us an indication again about this core group within the Republican Party, that group, of course, individuals who would attend CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. The schlap heard around the world really is one of the reasons why some folks did not show up. Of course, uh, Matt Schlapp, he's uh, accused of fondling some genitalia <laughs> of a dude who worked for Herschel Walker's Senate campaign. Because of that, some politicians said, you know what? We're going to stay away. However, it did not deter Marjorie Taylor Greene from showing up. Mm -mm. And it certainly didn't deter Jim Jordan, <laughs> speaking of Ohio, from showing up as well. A man who has never seen a predator he doesn't want to shake hands with. <laughs> so uh, what did we learn? Basically, as we've been discussing what immigrants were in 2015, 2016, transgender individuals are in 2000, uh, 2024. Mm -hmm. um, again. The rhetoric is insane. 7.5% of Americans identify as LGBT. Of that, about 1% identify right. or even less right. identify as transgender. This is not some massive invasion of people. Yeah. Even if they all to... had AR-15s, Ben. <laughs> yes. And it's just so classic. You take a minority of a minority you hype it up, mm -hmm. you put it into the crosshairs, mm -hmm. you get everyone all scared about this thing that I don't fully understand. And boom, you uh, profit politically right. based upon hatred and fear. Uh, this has obviously shown itself in legislation as well. Uh, there was recently a dude, and it's very bizarre because dude looks like a lady. 
And uh, <laughs> he has proposed a state Senate bill uh, that would immediately take children away oh. um, from parents if the kid has like gender affirming care or something like this. Again, government overreach. These are things that have to happen within the home. I don't know everybody's personal situations when it comes to puberty blockers. Sometimes this can involve not doesn't have to be because of a transgender uh, situation. It can be for a medical situation. Right, we right. just don't know. Mm -hmm. And nor does this piece of shit know. And uh, again, his just ass eating smile. He is such a a classic example of someone who it's like, why are you thinking about this so much? I was at a, at a bachelor party. It was fantastic. Um, but one of the dudes just, he would constantly shoehorn in transgender stuff. and be like, why are right. you thinking about well, this? Yeah, no one here What's is. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. Are you, do you want? Is you there, can? Is there something on your browser you want to show us? You're allowed. <laughs> is everything okay? People have gone nuts. Again, not talking about the issues that truly matter to the people suffering all over this country. Instead, deciding to pick on a group of individuals that make up a minority of a minority mm -hmm. within this country because they think they're easy political scapegoats. It's disgusting. It's happening all over CPAC. As a matter of fact, there was a CPAC speaker, this douchebag. He just straight up said that people who are transgender need to be eradicated. Nuts. So that sounds a little bit bad. It's the Daily Wire host, Michael Knowles. And Michael Knowles, very, very little about anything. Another one of these little bitchy looking dudes. Mm. Just they no, none of them can grow facial hair. All <laughs> of them. I mean, there's something about it. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene on the inverse of that. And this is not a diss on her. I, it is, as a matter of fact, she is quite buff. You're about to say she's very butch. She is very butch. She's very butch. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, no woman should be a man because people keep on asking me if I'm a man. <laughs> and then you can see with this kind of dude, man, put a wig on him, some lipstick. And next thing you know, you've got yourself a weekend to remember in Las Vegas. Mm. So it's always these people who are just so desperate to cling on, whether it be MTG who wants to claim her femininity or Michael Knowles, who really wants people to think he's a man. Mm. And in order to do that, they discriminate and spread uh, bullshit rhetoric, right. like eradication of folks who are transgender. It doesn't fucking politically. It is just obviously beneficial for them mm -hmm. because they don't have to talk about the problems happening all over this country. Right. They can just say, yuck. They can can you imagine? Uh, so this is what he said during a speech. He told a very small crowd, by the way, right. um, he told for the good of society, transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. The whole preposterous idea, ideology at every level. Wow. So, I don't know. Again, there's just something about the people that are just fucking obsessed. There's something about they all look. Just a little bit fucking weird, don't they? And that's what's scary, actually, to me. Because I'm not scared. Again, we talk about the statistical significance of how many people are trans within the LGBTQ community. Right. It's nothing. Again, I make the joke that even if you gave them all our AR-15s, it wouldn't be that bad. Why? Because there's really not that many compared to other Americans. But what is scary is the people against them. Because they yeah. do 
far outnumber these. They do far outnumber trans people. Absolutely. So, and of course, and then perhaps even people like myself who, you know, I think the term ally gets thrown around too much and I don't even know, but um, who defend individuals who are being bullied. We defend individual rights. I mean, yes, I'm defending individual trans rights. or not. Yeah. Yes. And um, it's like, if they, this is, to me, it's more of a Warshak test of like, where's your soul at? Mm, you know, because right. that's what these things are. That's why it's a wedge issue. Right. That's why it's a right. social issue. Because, yeah, you're right. The majority of people discussing these issues are not the people mm -hmm. that are going through these issues. Right. Right. And that's, of course, why we have to uh, just continue to stand up for the little for the little guy, little gal. And um, just just realize when we hear rhetoric like eradication of anything of other people. than cancer people of people right unless they're talking about eradicating cancer which they're not or uh what is it the lantern flies and yeah or lantern flies exactly that's yeah. a good point we need to eradicate them as well yeah. but the the eradication ideology of when you're talking about Come people on. it's scary that's what literally what brought us to world war ii the consideration that we want to eradicate a certain kind of people. Yes, indeed. Of course, they uh, tie all of this into the notion of grooming. And uh, they claim that anyone who isn't at CPAC is probably a pedophile or pedophile adjacent. <laughs> of course, despite the fact that the halls are roaming with individuals like Matt Gates and Jim Jordan, not to mention, of course, Matt Schlapp himself, the creator of the entire stupid, nerdy, event that it is what stood out to me the most about cpac is while me and you were doing our pre-pro for this show we had a hard time finding videos of cpac yeah. and last year and the year it before was everywhere. that it was everywhere and this time fox news did cover it but i feel like they definitely didn't put the they didn't put the all their horses or the, all their eggs in this right. basket like they normally do no fox news is too busy covering the health of uh, john fetterman <laughs> out in pennsylvania of course the senator he has been, uh, I guess, is it hospitalized when you are like, oh, I got to know that. Yeah, he had to take a mental break. Oh, I mean, but yeah. Is okay, that called yeah. Be, is that being yeah, hospitalized? Mental hospital. Institutionalized? Yeah. Yeah. He went to Passages. Uh, that's what you, you know. Oh, <laughs> I want to go to Malibu. <laughs> passages of Malibu. Yeah, that's the Passages of Malibu. I hear that's where you meet all the celebrities. And then they, all they do is have sex with each other. You that's know, what I want to go there too then. I've heard. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yes, of course, Tucker Carlson, uh, when he's uh, <laughs> not busy talking about the pros and cons of comedy uh, he was discussing how disgusting it is that john fetterman took his mental health seriously enough to go in and uh, try to get well it does just goes to show you how bad dr oz was as a candidate and how the work that john fetterman did throughout his entire life was able to propel him to becoming a senator even if the stroke that he had certainly derailed um right you know a lot of the progress mm -hmm. that he was making within his senate campaign and it certainly set him back but we wish him the best and in no way is um is this something that needs to be discussed in a disparaging way oh no who gives a fuck he's getting help he's, he's getting help he's and his vote's gonna be there to when the vote matters yeah and that's what matters the most uh, again a party um or a group within the party of the Tucker Carlson wing of the Republicans, uh, they don't really have a leg to stand on when it comes to criticizing people and their mental health. It being that they have supported a man 
who is deranged for the past seven years. My my issue with this is it's not like he's being a hypocrite. There's nothing nothing ever said that the man can't get mental health if mental health help if he needs it, which no. is different for like from like Matt Gates, who calls the Democrats groomers, but is in fact a groomer. We never know. We don't. We just don't know. <laughs> Every time you point a finger, you got three pointing back at oh, you. Oh, I had to because the thumb is pointing to heaven, to Jesus, to Jesus up in heaven. <laughs> All right. Well, Jesus would not approve of any of these people if he was around today. Again, in the mythos of Jesus Christ, a man who helped people who were suffering, who hung out with folks on the fringes of society and was someone who um, wanted to show support for people who were mentally mm, ill, right. physically ill, uh, people who were uh, sex work back in the, the day. The poor, yes. The poor. Yeah. They, uh, he hung out with a lot of ladies of the night. Mm. Well, remember the story yeah, in the Bible. Uh, Jesus didn't kick out the bankers politely. He whipped them out of the church. So Jesus understood the importance of not having money involved in, in you know, in God. and yada. Absolutely. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Before we go too far from CPAC, I want to ask you, why do you think there was no DeSantis presence? And B, do you think had there been, there would have been a difference in this poll? I think you just let Donnie have it mm. because who cares? He doesn't care. CPAC then. is dead. CPAC oh. is over. Ron DeSantis, I think that he's playing the game of I'm, an, I'm a governor. I'm still mm. actively in office. Right. He's in California. He actually has he's, a job. Yes. But I mean, at the same time, he's coming to California. He's fundraising all across the country. Got it. If you're Ron DeSantis, I think this is just one of those where it's like, let him have it. He has his constituents at CPAC. Right. He probably knew he would lose the straw poll. Got it. Might as well not show up if you think you're going to lose anyway. And right. There's like 80 people there anyways. Literally no one there. <laughs> right. Literally no one there. And it's simply a political loser because then again, you're going to be tied to schlap mm. and whatever the hell ends up happening with all of that. So I think they just weighed the pros and cons and just said, why bother? Mm. Because then you're also just going to have a photo op at some point awkward with Donald Trump and you'll be seen <laughs> together. And you're so right. I think they're just keeping them separated for right now until it matters. CPAC is it's. A pathetic, it's an open mic at this point for politicians. <laughs> it truly it is. It really is. It's, it doesn't, it used to matter. Maybe it will again. Um, but I, I I just think in today's climate, there's so many other ways to get your message out. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't, I don't, I, CPAC just isn't what it used to be. Right, right. It, it's Woodstock 99. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's burning. Everything is just, again, full of anger and rage and, there's not even enough people to have a riot. So it's <laughs> you're so right. That, that's what I think. You're so right. Why bother be attached to um anything related to CPAC at this point? 
So anyway, that is going on right now. We will continue to follow that. And if there is any sound bites or any, I don't know, clips coming out, <laughs> we'll play them next week. Uh, it is bizarre to your point, uh, Fernando. There's just not nearly as much coverage as there was in years past. Dude, I could see so many clips of MTG on stage and the the shouting and the crowds. I think they probably did have cameras. They saw that. It well, was they had to zoom in. Yeah, because they saw they're like, 56 oh, no. people and it's like, we can't film this. It would kill our optics. We can't show this. It's also 11 o'clock in the morning in Washington, D.C. on a Saturday. What loser <laughs> is going to this stuff? Ugh. I mean, I'd go. I guess I'd go watch. Oh, well. I'd go hungover, but I'd go. Oh, I'd go hungover, still drunk, getting drunk. <laughs> I would might Hunter S. Thompson take some DMT. I <laughs> uh, have 20 minutes of pure bliss. <laughs> but that is, in a nutshell, what they're talking about right now at CPAC. The one thing that we have noted that they are not discussing, again, working class people, suffering people, people of East Palestine, people in Ohio in nope. general, pe- Americans in general, just everyone out there struggling to make ends meet. Nope, they're just sticking with the culture war horse shit. Throwing red meat at a, a group of just hungry, stupid, starved wolves who don't think that America is going in the direction that they want it to go in mm-hmm. because they blame other people for their own failures. And it's like, I'm sorry, you can do it. And I say this to everybody, you can do it. There's no one else's fault. I mean, it sucks. There's Everyone has obstacles, everyone has problems but it's not someone else's fault that you're not doing well Uh you can do well and of course in this case they're like no i'm just not doing very well because all these transgender just stealing my votes (laughs) the hispanics are taking my job (laughs) transgender took my wife (laughs) no man your wife left you because you're a fucking asshole (laughs) and you don't have a job because you're lazy she probably has orgasms now (laughs) Orgasms. All right. Well, just lastly, we're going to do a nice, short, tight episode for you all today. I do want to talk a little bit more about foreign policy. Mm. Obviously, again, not a foreign policy show, never claiming to be. Uh, What's going on right now with Ukraine, Russia, we've been discussing that, has heavy American implications as we send billions and billions of dollars in aid Mm. and weapons, and it's only going to increase uh, Fernando, if you want to speak on what you were talking about before the show a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I want to discuss what's going on in Iran, and because uh, it's really serious and so sad uh, what's happening to school schoolgirls oh, in wow. Iran. But when it comes to Russia, Vladimir Putin, he recently uh, released a uh, manifesto. Yeah, I guess before the war there was he something he wrote, but now yes. it's be getting more public. It's you know yes. yeah, it's getting translated and, stuff. and it basically spells out exactly what we've been discussing. I Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty common knowledge at this point that Putin does not want to stop with Ukraine. He wants to get Russia back, even if he's not around to see it. Right. Uh, This is a cause that there's a reason he went to war towards the end of his life, to be frank. Right. uh, Because he's a coward, number one. And number two, because he knows this is bigger than him. So, but your thoughts on what you, what you read regarding Vladimir Putin and his thoughts. So um, basically I started, I ran in, I went into this because of what uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene said at CPAC about Zelensky. So at CPAC, MTG said that Zelensky wants American sons and daughters. Yeah. You know, and Zelensky did say that, but he didn't say, he didn't say Ukraine wants your sons and daughters. What he said is, hey, 
Putin is here in Ukraine now. And even when he was losing, he didn't give up. He came through Belarus. The mm -hmm. president of Belarus is already an ally of Putin. And with this manifesto that you were discussing, Ben, it's kind of laid out that the goal is for after Ukraine for them, for Russia, then to move into Belarus. And then now Russia would have Ukraine and Belarus. The next step would be NATO countries, Lithuania, Latvia, countries I've discussed before. Yeah. And when you invade, if, if Russia were to invade a NATO country, guess who would have to at that point get involved? Mm -hmm. America. Our sons and daughters at that point would be involved. Right. And that's what Zelensky was discussing, not what MTG was saying. But right. well, he wants our sons and daughters. No, but it's what Ben was saying. This is, this is a proxy war, but it's it's coming home to roost. Um, it is. I like to think about, I was uh, talking with my one of my Russian friends the other day, and I was like, you know, it's crazy how when you talk about the news, they talk about how Pakistan and Russia and all these places, they're actual neighbors. But they always mention the U.S. like it's also their neighbor. But in a way, the U.S. is almost everybody's neighbor at this point, right? Yeah, we're pretty global. <laughs> like we're exactly. So we have bases everywhere and we're involved everywhere. So mm -hmm. saying that this is just a, a war on European soil, that's that's just a temporary thing mm -hmm. we're going to be able to say, basically. Yep. And of course, uh, the war is not going anywhere. And uh, absolutely not. When it comes to people in this case, it's you have to take every case individually. When we talked about, again, standing up to people who are, who are being bullied. When we went into Iraq, I believe that we were wrong. I think that we were the bully mm -hmm. going into Iraq. Saddam Hussein, say whatever you want to say about the guy. Uh, not a great person. Uh, he did keep three very hostile religions from killing each other mm -hmm. for a while. And, of course, he was cool enough to get a uh, a key, a big old peaceful key <laughs> from Rumsfeld in the 80s. That was some personal Dick Cheney bullshit that got blown out and played on a macro national scale. Right. Uh, even Afghanistan, when it comes to the Taliban, where'd they get all their weapons from? Right. Us, right. And of course, we didn't do anything about Saudi Arabia, the individuals that funded and enacted the terror attacks of 9-11. Right. So that's one version of war mm -hmm. I would disagree with. Afghanistan, perhaps a little bit less, but even so, not fully uh, committed there. This you are not anti-war. You are pro-Putin. Putin is an right. aggressor in this. Right. So you are still pro-war. So that whole narrative, again, just to keep on hammering that home is bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of people who are pretending like the left wants to bring us to war. Now, in this case, that is true. I think that the left is, and I've talked about this, once you get, if you get the left on board, the right, right. will follow, certainly right. when it comes to aggressive actions, when it comes to war. But this is not about... Um, this is not about us being the first strike. This is a counter-strike offensive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is us defending an ally, again, because this ally in Ukraine is the last line of defense right. to our allies with NATO. And we have a deal. We have a contract. We have a full agreement that what is done to them is being done to us, right. which, as you just said, would bring us into a full-scale war. Exactly. So the idea... That somehow Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or the Republicans would be a party of peace is bullshit. They're a party of Putin, and uh, that would only lead to more war. Mm -hmm. So we want to try to nip it in the bud here, but I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. I can't believe there's a war in uh, in Europe right now. It does, you know, if you go back to WW2, People were asking the U.S. to get involved for years. Right. And then finally the right. U.S. was like, they look pretty fucking weak. Right. Well, let's do it. Maybe that'll be some of the strategy 
uh, that goes here. Of course, the U.S. in a much different position internationally than we were in the 1940s, as uh, we are the number one arms dealer in the world and uh, much more powerful, certainly globally, than we were then. So just lastly, when it comes to foreign policy, what's going on in Iran? I know people have been following it. We haven't discussed it too much on this show, a little bit out of my wheelhouse, but just speaking with Sina, I, I thought we had to say something. There are hundreds and thousands, there's thousands rather, of young girls who are coming down with extreme illnesses Ugh. because of toxic gas poisoning. Now, this is according to the BBC. They reported that over a thousand students, mostly young girls, have dealt with nausea and respiratory problems since November in what is believed to be a deliberate attempt to shut down girls' schools within the country. Wow. Dozens have been hospitalized in the incidents, which have so far affected 26 schools in five Iranian cities. Um, the country now says it's investigating the alleged poison attacks. On Sunday, Iran's deputy health minister says it became evident that some people wanted all schools, especially girls' schools, to be closed down. According to National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby, he called the reports deeply concerning. He says, we don't know right now what caused those ailments. We see reports that the Iranian government are investigating it. And uh, so that right now is the action that's being taken. I don't trust the Iranian government one freaking bit to come down with a proper conclusion on this the same way I don't trust Norfolk Southern mm. to do their own tests on the soil, give those results to the EPA, and supposedly that to be the truth. So Kirby goes on. He says, we want those investigations to be thorough and complete. It's not going to be if it's done by the Iranian government, but whatever. He goes on, and he wants them to be transparent. Little girls going to school shouldn't only have to worry about learning. They shouldn't have to worry about their physical safety, but we just don't know enough right now. I believe that we do know enough right now. We've seen this happen for so many years. I mean, the Green Revolution, right. time and time and time again, the Iranian government has been able to stay in power and avoid any real consequences, again, because of their allyship to China. And obviously, when it comes to uh, Israel being so close to Iran, uh, you have to be very sensitive for the United States, because Iran will basically just go and send a bunch of bombs over to Israel if the U.S. starts to tamper too much. And that would lead to another full-blown war in the Middle East. So we have war on the, on the European land. And, of course, war in the Middle East is always it's a tinderbox just ready to go up at any time. So what? It is just horrible. And um, we only hope that some progress can change. And something can change in Iran as the morality police continue to beat up and kill women for not wearing their hijab or wearing their hijab too loosely. Oh, that's exactly what I was. Uh, what gave me the a big alarm here? Yeah. These are schoolgirls who were doing the anti-government protests in September, right? Yes. These are the same schoolgirls who were tearing off their headscarves. These are the same girls who are burning pictures of the supreme leader and saying this guy needs to go. So. You know, maybe it isn't a foreign entity. This is why it's like just so fucking annoying. Everyone's so annoying to me. Um, you can't <laughs> force people not to wear hijabs and you can't force people to wear hijabs. Ugh. It's called choice. I just wish we would get back to the term choice. 
And, and in an all-girls school, I mean, it's easy to just po- literally destroy the school because it's all girls. Well, you had people here, you know, with uh, uh, Omar, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she's just sort of the token for right, for the right. right on people she who wear a job, a job in the Senate. Yeah. They're like, yeah, she shouldn't wear this. I don't give a fuck. She right. can wear that. But then you don't have to wear it. See? Yeah. And then everyone's fine. Everyone's and everyone's fine. It's about a hat. We're against compulsory hijabs, compulsory God. yarmulkes, compulsory hoods. And Any this, of it. Everyone is fine. Just fucking let people be on all sides. Don't just let people be. Um, I don't, just don't know why that message is never. It's just very difficult to get that message across. And I think that's because uh, there's a certain class of individuals who like to see all of us fight with one another. Right and not look up at our globalist overlords. Mm. Look up at the uh, economic overlords. Look up at the... Um, corporate overlords that are uh, again monetizing all of it literally monetized hate is what drives social media and the internet in general so all right everyone well thank you so much for listening to this shorter episode travis irvine will be back with us next week also he's going to get his wisdom teeth pulled out so we better <laughs> get him for these two episodes next week because <laughs> after that he's going to be real dumb <laughs> On fire, folks. Um, And again, don't believe any of the bullshit. Go outside, go to a bar, restaurant, see people, and be like, oh, people are getting along real good. Yeah. No one cares. No no one's beating up. uh, No trans people are attacking your children. Everyone's fine. Yeah. Everyone's fine. Read books. You can read any book. Any book. Any book you want, you can read it. It's on the internet. It's good. It's fine. Play video games. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Hail yourselves. And we'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated.